Hi, I'm Tom Goss, and welcome to Perfect Date, the podcast where we meet real people describing their ultimate fantasy date. Each episode will feature an anonymous but still real person. Instead of their name, we will assign each of them a hashtag nickname. If you think you can and want to make their perfect date a reality, leave a comment on social media and include their hashtag. We will share your note with the guests, and if they think it's a good fit, they'll slide into your DMs. Today we are meeting Rooftop Romance, a kind New Yorker looking for something deeper. If you're interested in meeting Rooftop Romance and taking them out, use hashtag Rooftop Romance when commenting on our social media. Speaking of social media, you can find us at Perfect Date Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and Perfect Date Pod on Twitter. Let's get to it. Hey, why don't I tell you about my perfect date? Then you can take me on that date. Hey, welcome to Best Date Ever. Hey, thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, tell me about yourself. I'm young and I'm chubby and yeah. I live in a big city. Where do you live? In NYC. Okay, in New York. Okay, what would you say is your greatest feature? My greatest feature, I think my eyes. What about your eyes? Um, I like dark eyes, and my eyes are dark, so I like that. Okay, so I'm out of the running? I mean, on me. No, I like dark eyes on everyone, too, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you said about me. Yeah, yeah, I'm just teasing you. So I want to learn about what your greatest date fantasy ever could be so tell me how you self-identify so if there's a potential person out there that wants to take you on this magical fantasy date they'll know that they fit the bill um i'm i'm a gay man and i'm a big guy well i'm not that tall but i'm i'm pretty wide (laughs) (laughs) okay start by describing what the person would look like or what qualities they would bring to the table? You know, I used to think that I have that I had a type. There's a type that I tend to be attracted to, but then I find that I'm attracted to many different type of men. So it's hard to say that I have a type when I can look at different types of men with different colors and different heights and different anything. And I'm like, wow, I'm just as attracted as the last guy and they look nothing alike. So okay, it just I guess it depends on how they carry themselves. And what's that energy you're looking for? I tend to encounter a lot of guys who are very pushy Mm -hmm. and who they expect a lot. So not a lot in where they expect a lot from me, but they think that they deserve me or something. Okay. So I like a guy that has like a, like, you know, just a little more calm, even though they can be fun and exciting and energetic. They're just not pushy. You know, they just kind of go with the vibe and see where it goes. You want a gentleman? Yeah, I want a gentleman. I like that. And now if you were going to describe... The most perfect date, what would that look like? I think that there are so many different types of dates that can still be perfect and they can be different. And to just pick one type. Well, you have to pick one. Uh, I mean, all right. For me, I feel like a date starts before the date, like a good date. I feel like regardless of how it is that you meet this person, whether you've seen them in person or not, if they're good communicators, it shows interest and it shows that they're not a flaky person usually. So for me, like I get very, I'm very attracted to someone. If they ask me on a date and they 
keep checking on me and saying, hey, I'm looking forward to see you this day. Mm. And they send me little messages here and there. And it doesn't have to be super communicating and texting every single day, but just knowing that they're thinking about it and looking forward to a date makes me really excited to go on this date with this person because it just it makes me feel more confident and comfortable about myself because I know that they're oh, interested in me. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So you, you, their excitement breeds your excitement. Yeah, and it makes me feel at ease because sometimes I think for everyone when you're going to go on a date, you're nervous and you're feeling like, are they going to like me? Are they going to be into me? Are they even going to show up? Mm-hmm. Right. And these all these things come from like an insecure place, which is normal. We all have insecurities. The most confident person is going to feel like that in, in, in that situation. So for me, it's when the other person makes me feel like they're there and they want to see you that day. And they've been making sure that you know that. Mm-hmm. So by the time that I go to the date, I'm feeling like the most confident and most calm. And I know that I'm going to go and have a good time. Okay. Whatever it is that we're going to do. So now the pre-date stuff has happened. Right. And this guy has been really <laughs> communicative and he's made you really excited and he's really excited. Then what? Do you meet somewhere? Does he pick you up? What does that look like? In New York City, it's kind of hard for someone to say, hey, I'm going to go pick you up. Most yeah. people don't drive. I don't drive. Yeah. I guess ideally, if a guy would pick me up, would be really nice. It okay. would be something that I haven't experienced, really. Okay, well, let's say you are in New York City and he does pick you up. <laughs> then it would be really nice if he picks me up. It doesn't have to be a fancy car, but if his car is clean and it smells nice and it smells like his cologne, then I'm already like, okay, this is, gonna, this is going good so far. And what's the cologne that you like? Hmm. I mean, the cologne that I like on myself, I wear, <laughs> I wear two at the same time. And it's Paris Hilton and Euphoria by Calvin Klein. <laughs> and I know that's kind of funny, but I feel it's a clean smell. I, I think, I don't know. What do you think? Did you smell me? I didn't. You should. Okay, I will. <laughs> so as long as a guy smells kind of nice and fresh and clean, I think that's good enough for me. And where do you go? I do tend to like a nice private rooftop with a good view. Okay. It's a pretty nice setting to me. It could be sunset. It could be evening. It could be any time of the day, as long as a good, <laughs> it's good weather, which is hard to have in New York City. <laughs> Don't pick me up on a rainy day. <laughs> I mean, you can. We can dance in the rain, but, you know, you get muddy and dirty with the rats. The guy takes you on a private rooftop, and this is how your date starts. Like, it starts with romance. Yeah, I would say so, because I think that a good date for me has to have like that kind of nervous spark that you feel with the other person. And it it has to do with their energy and it has to do with setting. And if the setting has a romantic ambiance and you're automatically feeling like, do we have that vibe that the Mm -hmm. setting is giving? And if you do, then it's kind of even more exciting because you feel like you're in tune with everything around you. To me, that's a good start of the day. And the place has to have really good food. Okay. It has to be some like a place that's like rated pretty high for food, like that their food is good. What's the cuisine? I prefer vegan food. I feel that a lot of vegan food is prepared with a little bit more love and a little bit more intention. So it tends to carry a lot more flavors. I I Mm. love to taste food that has a lot of flavor. If you take me somewhere nice like that, then you pretty much have me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so rooftop setting, vegan restaurant, uh, candle in the middle of the table, looking out at the sunset. 
Wow, you make it sound so romantic. That is that what's going on? Yeah, definitely what's going on. Then what? I mean, do you, how is how do you interact during dinner? Is it flirty? Do you hold hands? Like, do you reach across the table? What? This is your dream. I mean, yeah, I guess in a in a place where I don't where I can leave my guard down, mm-hmm. then yes, I feel like a lot of eye contact, a lot of flirting. I like a, a guy who has who is witty wittiness is extremely attractive to me because wittiness has it takes a certain kind of intelligence and confidence to be witty and if you're witty you look at things lightheartedly and you can clown around about certain things that maybe you shouldn't but for me i find that very attractive and i if you can make me laugh then that's a big one for me so i feel that definitely tends to bring my guard down and I feel more comfortable because I can be very playful. And if the vibe is right, yeah, like I, w- I would I would like to hold hands because it's another feeling of a connection. And if you're attracted to someone, just even touching them, is it feels like nice. It feels good. So dinner goes on for how long? You know, I'm one of those annoying people that <laughs> will stay at a restaurant and then they're like you're fucking done eating get it out <laughs> like mm-hmm. why are you still here and i'm like i'm enjoying myself so if that's happening then i know that i'm having a good time if i'm staying at a place and i'm staying longer than i probably should have and hogging a table i feel like the other person needs to be just as relaxed and being in that setting for me it makes me feel really good that someone wants to spend their time with me and they they're realizing that time is flying by too I guess the perfect day for me isn't necessarily all these fancy things that you can have but it's like how everything plays out around me and this other person and how they can handle and carry the room and Mm -hmm. manage and see the room and know how to be in it with me oh that's really sweet I like that like as a unit like yes. and, and it's also like you're it's really important that the person is excited to see you. So it's also like not only are they confident in the room, but they're they're confident with you in the room. Yes. Like they're making you feel special in the room. Right. Because I think that sometimes when we think about the perfect date, we think it's everything that's outside of the the you and the other person. Sure. Everything that's around you, the room, the the which does play into it, right? Because we talk, talked about the mood and the setting. But if the person doesn't know how to carry the room and the weight and knows how to flow with you in the setting, it doesn't matter how extravagant and crazy and amazing the place that you are. You can feel horrible about yourself if the other mm. person doesn't know how to carry themselves and have respect for you and treat you the right way in any setting right yeah so for me the best date is with someone who knows how to do that i love that yeah so dinner ends <laughs> and then what happens well i'm not really much of a one night stand kind of person okay i wish that i was but i'm not <laughs> like i wish that i could do that but it it would take a pretty magical night like that to maybe get me to you know it's your best date ever so it, it is a completely <laughs> I guess magical it is. it's a magical night the connectivity is off the charts the eye contact is off the charts you've been um gently holding his hand for a three and a half hour dinner <laughs> on a rooftop and and what's next where do you go i think after that you have to go for a walk okay i'm a big boy but i still like to go for a walk and especially after dinner and a good dessert 
because I think if you end something in a sweet way, then it tends to sweeten up the rest of the night. Okay. Um, but definitely a walk because I think when you walk, people tend to talk. Whatever wasn't said at the dinner table is being said now. And if you both connected really well, if I and that person connected really well, I think that's a moment where you express it. Like, I had a really nice time with you. Okay. I really enjoyed myself with you. So a walk after a really nice dinner, I feel like that's what kind of lets you know, like, how well it's going. And then from there, if you make if they make a pass on, on me and they want to go further, I will know if I'm ready for it. Okay, well, let's say you're holding hands on this walk the entire okay. time. And uh, he gets you to your doorstep and he leans in for a kiss. What happens? So this is where, this is the moment, right? Yeah. I'm usually like, I'm not going to let him go into my apartment. That's like my first thought. No matter how much I like someone, it's uh -huh. like, no, I'm not going to do it. But if there's one sliver of chance that that's going to happen and he's going to get lucky that night, it's with that kiss. And okay. if that kiss is amazing and it makes me feel like tingly all over my body, then it will happen. I mean, it's obviously the most amazing kiss you ever had in your life. <laughs> okay, then we're going to bang. <laughs> <laughs> sex to me is not just sex. A lot of people, you know, tend to have more sex than me because... I'm, I can be a little bit uptight and maybe I'm old school, but I have to have a connection with this person. And sometimes I realize that I tell guys when they've asked me like, oh, you know, like, well, what do you need when it comes to sex? And I say connection and they're like, oh, I'm not looking for a relationship. But I'm like, connection doesn't mean relationship. It doesn't mean romance. It just means that your energy connects with my energy. Mm -hmm. And if we can connect through that, then we can physically connect too. So if I already like the way you carry yourself outside of my body, then I most likely will like the way you carry yourself in my body. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all, all about that energy. Everything that the person does, I think, kind of tells you how they're going to be in an intimate situation. Does he stay the night? You know, yeah. I feel like for me after sex, what happens after sex is like, a really sweet part of sex okay it's like again it's like dessert right so you had the whole thing you had sex and it was amazing and if you can relax afterwards to me that's a really sweet part because then i feel like i don't want to make the other person feel like they have to leave because they don't have to leave you're more than welcome to stay if they feel like they have to leave and they have to rush out then i'm like oh like they they're obviously feeling maybe a little uncomfortable i wonder why I'm not going to tell someone, hey, I want you to stay because, again, that's still their choice. But if they want to, I wouldn't have a problem with it. If I have sex with you is because I feel that comfortable with you. So stay, mm. having sex and you staying the night, like having sex is probably a little bit more deeper than just spending the night, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. You know, but yeah. I know people see spending the night as such an intimate thing, like kissing. Like for me, kissing, I'm like, kissing is intimate, but having sex is more intimate but you want that to happen you want it to be like a little intimate soft moment i feel like if the other person feels comfortable enough to stay and relax okay i'm glad that i made you feel that comfortable yeah because as much as i sound like a hopeless romantic because it does sound like it in the way that i like things to happen for me i'm not really that i don't get emotionally attached 
that easily so it's kind of i have like this duality thing where it's like yeah i want things to be respectful and romantic and really nice and then the other part of me is like yeah but it doesn't mean that i'm gonna fall in love with you so i feel like people have a hard time being like well if you want all this then obviously you want a relationship you want all these things well no i wanted to have a good time yeah and enjoy it and not feel dirty afterwards so that's why i like it this way so how does this end it's you know nine in the morning you have to go to work if we could shower in the morning together, yeah. that would be pretty perfect. It doesn't matter who has to run out first. I'll be if I run out first, I'll be like, "Can you just please lock my place?" But ideally, they should leave first. <laughs> 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 I would be like, "You should leave before I leave," you know? Yeah, and it's interesting because you talked about like the date starts before the date, right? Yes. Does the end of the date happen after the end? Like, is the yeah I think as important? Yes, because. It's the same way exactly. The same way the date starts before the date, the date ends after the date. And for me, after that, if I don't hear from you at all, whether it's the next day or the next few days, then it's like, okay, you were a fling. And that was it. What's your idea? And it was nice. Like, is it the next day? Is it the same day? Is it two days? What I would, would you say like? within the next 24 hours after the date would be like the best time to do it. Any time during that. And then I'm like, oh, wow. Like this person felt exactly the same way that I was feeling the entire time. And that would be perfect. That's your perfect date. That's my perfect date. Well, thank you for hanging out with me today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. No problem. I hope you get your perfect date. <laughs> I hope so, too. I think it's going to happen very soon. I think so, too. Don't forget, this is a real person with real fantasies. If you're interested in meeting rooftop romance in person, use hashtag rooftop romance when commenting on our social media. If you're interested in telling us your most perfect date, feel free to get in touch at Perfect Date Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and Perfect Date Pod on Twitter. I'm Tom Goss, and I can be found at Tom Goss Music on all social media platforms. Have a great day, and thanks for listening. Hey, why don't I tell you about my perfect date? Then you can take me on that date.